0: I'd say be patient. Um, if you're having a board meeting and people are uh, ranting and raving about things, just just take it in and, and talk to your board about it later and respond to the person uh, with an email or maybe even have our managers do it, depending on who it is and what it is. Be careful in that respect because you never know. Um, so I, I've always found that it's just good to, to don't be reactive. You know, take your time.
1: HOE Insights, common sense for common areas, exists to help all 2 million volunteer board members nationwide have the right information at the right time to make the right decisions for their future. This podcast is sponsored by four companies that care about board members, Association Insights in Marketplace, Association Reserves, Community Financials, and Kevin Davis Insurance Services. You'll find links to their websites and social media in the show notes.
2: Thankless job. What comes to your mind when you hear those two words? Having served on the board of my condominium association, followed by decades of experience in this industry, there is one job that, without a doubt, deserves to be at the top of the list an elected volunteer community association board member. So, as a regular feature of our weekly podcast, it's one episode a month devoted to sharing the stories of real-life unsung board heroes. In our eyes, a board hero is one of the two million elected volunteers who are worthy of recognition for simply performing this thankless job well. Welcome back to HOA Insights, Common Sense for Common Areas. I'm Robert Nordland, and I'm here to share the story of an unsung board hero named Robert Willis. This is episode number 30, and if you missed meeting our other board heroes, you can find them on our website, HOAinsights.org, or by subscribing to the HOA Insights podcast on your favorite podcast platform. But before you hear Robert's story, let me introduce you to one of our generous sponsors. Numbers matter, and we need numbers like game scores and bank balances to let us know where we stand. The same is true for your association. Is yours thriving or struggling? Let me introduce you to the FIFO Health Score, like your own personal FICO credit score. Now in one simple number, owners and boards can learn the combined financial, physical, and
1: operational health of their association. The good news? It's free at rfifo.com. That's our F-I-P-H-O.com. Learn how your association
0: measures up. Uh, my name is Robert Wills. Uh, I'm serving on the uh, volunteer on the board of directors at Silverspur Court Condominiums, and I've been doing this now for 11 years. When I'm not working on the board, I'm uh, spending time with my family, my hobbies, and uh, of course, my job.
2: Silverspur Court is an 18-unit apartment-style condominium community in Rolling Hills Estates, California with a budget of about $160,000. The building is 12 years old and about 83% owner-occupied. As you just heard, Robert has lived there and served as president of the board of directors for 11 years. So we asked him what first motivated him to get involved with the governance of his community association.
0: These condominiums uh, uh, went up on auction. I was at the auction. So I saw all the people who who won the units and i looked around and i said to myself there's so much mechanical stuff there's so many things that need to be checked out it's been sitting for a year who's going to do this and i just said well maybe i'll do it you know so i just jumped in and ever since then i pretty much have not been able to get off
2: silver spur court has four seats on its board and there are no term limits to board member seats with Robert's term ending in January, we wondered if he planned on staying involved in the association.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I kind of don't have a whole lot of choice. <laughs> no, I'll stay involved. I, I, you know, I shouldn't really say that I, I, I don't want to be. There's been tough times. You know, we've had tough, we've had some tough people that, that have lived there. Um, they're not there now, you know, so we have a good group of people. But even with just 18 units, you, you get your share, you know. Just you don't get the same share you do if you have forty or eighty or hundred. <laughs> what's motivating me to stay uh, on the board of directors is is my ability to have my hands in what's going on at the condo, be able to um, help make the place a better place to live for everybody, um, help with uh, keeping things maintained. My team is is a good team, and we all just work together, and uh, we we save we save thousands each year. I mean, we save a lot of money. We save a lot of money, and we, we just uh, uh, we do periodic maintenance together. Um, I have a few guys that are retired, and they just uh, do things, and I, I let them buy what they need to buy, and, and uh, we slowly make it a better place.
2: Robert is clearly motivated to stay on the board and invest his time in improving the association for the sake of the community at large. We asked him how much time he invests each week, as well as what special gifts he brings to the board of directors.
0: Oh, it kind of varies. Uh, there was a year probably I was in, I was probably spending uh, several hours a week, but now I can spend not much at all. Just a few phone calls. Very very little time. Yeah, very little time. I like to make things happen. I like to I like to I like to get things done. And if I have a goal, I want to make the goal happen. So for the condo, um, it all started with the EV cars. We had just one or two people plugging in. And I said, no, you know, we got to do something about this eventually. You know, it's too early, you know, this kind of thing. And I just pushed on by myself and I found the Charge Ready program, okay, uh, with Edison. And I just started going down the road with it. And found out that I could put this entire system in and charge everybody $1,000 dollars. Can I make them do that? You know? So I talked to everyone, I said, "Here's the problem. We're going to do phase one, which is the upper parking. can't do the lower parking yet, but yet you guys get to pay too. <laughs> uh, and everybody was willing to do that. Uh, we have some guests, we, had, we had a guest parking uh, charger put in so people who lived in the lower level could, could use that. Uh, but uh, that was a good thing about it. We actually had people that were, were willing. You know, um, and then after we put that system in, two years later, uh, we did the second phase with Edison and and uh, another thousand dollars each owner, and and now everybody in the entire condo can park and uh, can uh, charge in their own parking spot. So that's a that's a great thing. So that saved us over almost what four hundred thousand U.S. dollars to put the system in, and we only paid a uh, thousand each.
2: Unlike the previous board heroes that we've featured on this program, Robert is an absentee owner, meaning that he does not currently live at Silverspur Court, even though he is serving on the board. We were curious as to how he felt about the renters in the community and how being an absentee owner might affect the dynamics of the board. Here's what Robert had to say:
0: Being an absentee owner uh, in this condominium for these 18 units, I don't. Uh, it really doesn't make a difference. To anyone there whether I'm there or I'm not because I treat it as if I live there you know and I take care of the places if I live there because I want it to be nice for all of us you know and eventually I may want to retire there it's a great place and a nice place No, as far as as far as my tenants um I've been very lucky okay I've had I've had very good people uh in my unit I've had retired people the whole time you know I have people that 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 actually want to take care of it and keep it as new as it it's been since I purchased it I'm very lucky in that respect so i'm I'm in good shape I have someone in there now that will probably stay you know so as long as I will allow her to stay she can stay you know so it's been good for me the the renters have been pretty good when they move in we give them a we give them a set of rules we're not crazy or anything we just kind of tell them look at this is what you have to you know this is what you should not do and what you can do. You know, I mean, trash and when you're throwing things down, this kind of stuff. Uh, just the basics of living around other people. We don't uh, we don't uh, push everybody where you, you know, uh, micromanage everyone. We don't do that. You know, if you want to put a little plant outside the front of your door, you can put a plant outside in front of your door. You know, um, there's certain things that, that we, we, we don't want to go crazy. With. You know, this is a place for everybody to live. So you all want to be comfortable. You all want to feel good. You all want to enjoy your place. So we don't want to constrain it that much. But we also don't want strollers and things sitting out in front of doors and stuff like this.
2: Robert's positive attitude and outlook on the community governance are vital for a board president. We wondered if the rest of the board shared this same outlook. Here's Robert speaking on the overall culture of Silver Spur Courts Board of Directors
0: the culture of our board now that we have today is probably the best we've ever had, you know, um, having a few, uh, several retired, actually all retired guys and all were engineers and all like to do things. So, you know, it's like a, it's like a kid in a sandbox. They, they, they get to go do things around the condo and they do. We even calibrate our, our exhaust fans for the for the parking garage carbon monoxide detection, you know, uh, I just bought the guys the canisters of of uh, of uh, carbon monoxide to do the test with. They just calibrated them and put cal stickers and did all that. So we saved right there. We saved several thousand. We don't let things break. You know, we we do periodic maintenance on things. Uh, something squeaking or about to break, or you know, it's going to break. Okay, or it's hanging by a by something. You know, we'll fix it. We'll stay on top of things before they cost us a lot of money in the end, because that's usually how it ends up being, Um, ends up being an emergency or something like that. You know, the most expensive thing that we have to maintain are elevators. I'd say if there's anything in a condo complex that's going to cost you the most money, it's going to be keeping, keeping those up to code and keeping them maintained, you know, they don't break, but the maintenance is expensive,
2: The board's unanimous drive towards protecting, maintaining, and improving the state of the community association seemed almost too good to be true. We asked Robert if there were any areas where the board could improve even further.
0: For the board now, I, I think everything they do is 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 great. I really have good people, you know, and they, they like what they're doing and they work hard uh, to make it work. As far as the board goes, our board that I would like different as far as the people at this particular time, nothing, you know, we have a, we have a great, great group. I couldn't have it better. I keep wanting to get off the board, um, because I didn't want the load and these guys keep taking the load off of me and it it makes it much easier to the point where, okay, I, I really don't have to even be there or go there. Um, I make sure, you know, they, they take care of it. Otherwise I would be there. I'd have to be there. There's things that you have to, you have to have your hands on. You know, so to be an absentee board of directors president, if you will, um, you need good people there that have their eye on everything, you know, and uh, otherwise I'd be going over checking things out all the time.
2: Robert seemed to really enjoy and cherish the working relationship he had with his fellow board members. We were curious if this extended to the board meetings as well. Here's how Robert feels about those.
0: Do I enjoy them? I would say not not in particular uh, I don't really enjoy the board meetings that much. I mean we do get things accomplished uh, with the good people it's good but then you'll always have somebody who who has their say about something or is pushing you know in some direction and and you know you have to deal with that you try to get the owners to participate but sometimes you can't get them all to participate right so you'll you'll have usually out of eighteen we have about six or seven that do I mean but for the most part, it's okay. I don't look forward to them, but it's okay. We do them because we have to do them.
2: By this point, it was pretty clear to us that Silverspur Court HOA is a well-managed association, but there is a difference between well-managed and being well-funded. We asked Robert if he felt that the association fit into that latter category.
0: What we're told to do or what we're told we should do, okay, and what we're doing are two different things. We've been told, you know, how big to make our reserves. Right. We look at what we're doing, what we're fixing, what's ahead. We look out five, six, seven, eight, ten years. Where do we need to be? So when we were told up at fifteen percent, that year we only went up five percent. Now, if you want to look at what they consider well funded and not well funded, okay. We're we're at the higher end of the red, but <clears throat> we look at it this way. Okay, there's a hundred and I think 160,000 in reserves at the moment. Um, we know what the things are that we need. You know, we know the size of our place. We know pretty much everything about it. So we said, okay, do we do we put this big wad of money in there and just let it keep growing or do we let it grow, okay, at a decent pace and um, we let everybody keep their money and then if the time comes where we need something that pushes us a little further, then we just do a special assessment and we all, we all pitch in on it.
2: It's certainly unusual for an association to purposefully stay underfunded and take care of special assessments as they come. We asked Robert if they ever tried to pass special assessments in the past.
0: Yeah, small ones. I mean, a, a thousand here and there we've had to do. Um, and that worked. That was okay. Because this is, uh, well, I know because it's 18 units, but uh, because the people do care about their where they live, and they do care about the, how well we take care of the place. You know, uh, when there is a special assessment like uh, like the fence on Crenshaw Boulevard, we had to put in a section of fence. When the city was doing their fencing, I jumped on the city and said, "Hey, you know, although that you have to do that," they said. I said, "Okay, then, then can we jump in on your, on your uh, so, on your contractor?" And that made it like twenty five percent of what it would cost if we had vinyl concepts or somebody do it. So we do a lot of things that way. Um and we're able to improve a lot of the things that they put on the list that you have to replace uh, door entry systems and things like this, right? we're we're gonna all buy a great system with video and all that we put it in ourselves. But we're lucky in that respect, you know, that we have we have people that can that can do these things.
2: Robert has spoken at length about the board at Silverspur Core HOA, but we hadn't heard much about the property managers that they work with. We asked Robert about how he felt about their working relationship.
0: The way I would, I would characterize uh, the way we uh, look at our property managers, um, it's a very good group. I, I like them. The the woman that was taking care of us for the longest time is no longer there. We have somebody else, but she's she. We've worked with her before, and she's very good too. But uh, no, I've always, uh, I've always had no problem with it. Um, I can make a phone call or just a, uh, an email in the morning. Hey, I need this done real quick. And she'd be mailing me back during the day. And that's happening now too. We don't have to engage calling each other or anything like that. I can just do this easily by, by phone. And it, it makes it worth it. There's too much that has to be done um, on, a, on a monthly basis you know, to manage the operation, if you will, because it is like a business. Um, and it's something that I don't want to be doing, or I don't want my my uh, secretary to be doing, or anything like that. It's too much. This way, it's done. Everything's done properly. We get our monthly reports. We get our status reports. We get all these things. You know, we may not agree with some of the numbers and things, but that's okay. You know, we we have been there long enough, the and and we know we know uh, we know what we want and what we need. But, but overall it's been a good experience and I think it's worth I think it's worth the uh the uh, money that we spent
2: from what Robert had been describing serving on the board of directors at Silverspur court appeared to be a pretty pleasant experience we asked Robert what his most interesting challenge as a board member was in the 11 years he'd spent on the board
0: my most interesting challenge uh, uh with this uh, condominium complex has been uh, a couple of owners that we've had one decided that she was going to uh, paint the concrete by the by the elevator by herself and when she was selling her unit, you know, and, and, and they always look at the, the judges always look at these owners more than they look at the HOA. She actually won this case that we tried to get her to pay to remove the paint. And we've had people that have, have said, well, I don't like where the drain comes down out of the building. I want it moved or something, right? It, these are the types of things you have to deal with.
2: It goes without saying that between the COVID 19 pandemic and high inflation, the past few years have presented numerous challenges to shared living communities and their associations. We asked Robert if any external factors in the world were affecting the operation of Silverspur Court HOA's board.
0: I think, as far as things that are changing around us that would affect the way we operate the board, maybe just the, the costs of things. You know the cost of uh, electricity, the cost of of everything. In our case, we don't have to worry about EVs. We're already set. <laughs> now that would be a big thing for a lot of condominiums. Um, I think uh, maybe we're Californians. It's different, you know, because it's it's there's a push for electric, and you know, um, and I I just saw it coming for us, so I decided to do it early. But that's, that That would be one of the things that I think a lot of the associations will be facing, uh, is what do you do for the people with electric cars?
2: Robert seems determined to forecast any sea changes that might affect the association and the community at large. We asked him what the association will be doing in the next year to improve its financial, physical, or operational health.
0: Yeah, financial. I think we're good. Um, I think uh, as far as the physical feel of the place is kind of what we're we're kind of bumping up a little bit putting more side edge making things look a little nicer i mean I, I i don't know if you've ever been to hong kong or or anything but if you've ever been to a parking garage in hong kong and you you just fall in love with what they do they paint the, the, the concrete's painted the walls are painted i mean it's so beautiful right but that's that's expensive in the states to do that but it would look so cool to drive in there and have that present to you this way right our elevators you know just the interior of the elevator you don't need to use the elevator guys for that you can you can have really nice panels built and you just hang them just like you hang the the protector stuff you know um so you can do all these we can do all this stuff ourselves and i just want to make it elegant and nice you know the the mercom door entry keypad like your old bell phone you know um, lose that thing, right, and uh, have video. So if you come to my gate, you know, I see you on my phone. I can talk to you. I can let you in. You know, we don't have to hand out um, the gate codes and things like this. You know, security-wise, I'd like to tighten it up a little bit for the parking garages because, I mean, they're, it's it's mostly courtesy don't come in. You know, it's like the courtesy lock on your bathroom door, right? Little, you know, it's like, it's like that. I kind of want to make that a little bit, a little bit tougher to get in. We added cameras. I put in cameras throughout the place. A good friend of mine and I uh, put that system together, but that's a good example. I had a guy on our board go get quotes and we looked at what he got quotes for. And I got my friend to quote the system out and it was like, not even 75% of what these guys were. We had four more cameras and a much better system. We've added a few cameras since, and it actually paid off once already. We had somebody try to to break into one of the, uh, well, they actually got into one of the storage uh, 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 owners' uh, storage locker. You know, it's actually a room. You know, you open the door and you got a space. Everybody has one. Our cameras were good enough to capture their faces, capture their license plate, And then uh, the sheriff's department caught them in Lomita just from cameras that are out on the roads, and they found where they were, and they were in some hotel, and they nailed these people. Two days later, you know, we got everything back.
2: Finally, we wanted to close this episode out as we usually do by asking Robert if he had any advice that he'd like to share with other board members tuning into the program.
0: I'd say be patient. if you're having a board meeting and people are, uh, ranting and raving about things, just, just take it in and, and talk to your board about it later and respond to the person, uh, with an email or maybe even have our managers do it depending on who it is and what it is. Be careful in that respect because you never know. Um, So I've always found that it's just good to, to don't be reactive, you know, take your time.
2: Thank you for listening, and thank you to Robert for performing a thankless job well. We hope you gain some HOA insights from his story and that it helps you bring common sense to your common area. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to another great episode next week.
1: You've been listening to HOA Insights, Common Sense for Common Areas. You can listen to the show on our podcast website, hoainsights.org, or subscribe on any of the most popular podcast platforms. You can also watch the show on our YouTube channel. Check the show notes for helpful links. If you like the show and wanna support the work we do, you can do so in a number of ways. The most important thing you can do is to engage in the conversation. Email your questions or voice memos to podcasts at ReserveStudy.com or leave us a voicemail at 805-203-3130. If you gain any insights from the show, please do us a huge favor by sharing the show with other board members you know. You can also support us by supporting the brands that sponsor this program. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed by the podcast do not constitute legal advice. You'll want to consult your own legal counsel before making any important decisions. Finally, this podcast was expertly mixed and mastered by StokeLight Video and Marketing. With StokeLight on your team, you'll reach more customers with marketing expertise that inspires action. See the show notes to connect with StokeLight.